Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi guys uh, how you been uh we back at it like crack addicts uh probably shouldn't have them the first 20 seconds but you know it's what it is um welcome to stardom quest yeah, Stardom Quest brought to you by the Five Star Podcast Network. The Five Star Network is home to us, Stardom Quest, home to Dramatic Dream Dragons, which is a Dragon Gate and DDT show, uh, host of Wrestling Summit, which is like a stream involving a, a bunch of contributors for big events. Um, there's also Watch Tej, which is a TJPW-centric podcast. Uh, Puro Gems, which is a, a look at the independent scene in Japan for both the men and the women. And there's a lot more coming, there's a lot more happening. Uh, we have a website too, 5starnetwork.co, where there's some cool articles to go along with the podcasts. Um, there's also a Discord. I don't know where it is, I don't know how to access it. Uh, people seem to access it, so figure that out and you can join the Discord for the 5 Star Network. Uh, and that is that is Are the you, club. You're just, you're, you're an old man. That That's crazy. <laughs> it's not that hard. If, if you need help, let me know. I can get you in the Discord. Uh, maybe I'll just tweet it out. I don't know. I, am I the only person who knows how Discord works? It's crazy. Well, I mean, I have a general idea, but I don't know like where we've posted the the invite link. I don't know if it's posted anywhere. Well, like people join, so I assume it's somewhere. Yeah, I have no idea, but yeah. I have it. I'll send it to people. I don't care. All right. Yeah, because we we talk about plenty of good stuff in that. Beautiful, beautiful Discord. Um, yeah, and then there are plenty of articles. I am, uh, I don't want to say I'm captaining the articles, but I, I write a lot of articles over there, or I try to, um, including stuff that fans of stardom will be interested in. Ooh, ah, not really. It's it's more of a for new people. Speaking of new people, though, uh, a great way for them to come on board was with the recent events of Sakura Genesis. Uh, at Sakura Genesis, Mercedes Money successfully defended the IWGP Women's Championship against Azumi and Hazuki. Uh, the match went, uh, it was about 13 to 15 minutes, wasn't it, at the end? Yeah, it was 13 minutes. Um, so, I mean, it was what we thought it would be and what I had said it should be from, from very early on. It was a high-speed three-way. They very much didn't give themselves a chance to stop and breathe. It was very much a spectacle match, um, which is what I thought it should be because when you even listen to the reactions, like compare the reactions to this, to what Kyrie versus Tam got, where they had a more typical match and the crowd didn't care, aside from like the Vilas Screwdriver. Whereas... With this three-way match, the crowd was really into it. You know, they were they were kind of ooing and aahing at all the cool spots. So I had thought that was that would be the best way to go to kind of earn new fans, and that seems to have worked to some degree because it was a really well-received match. Yeah, um, 
I've been watching a lot of Azumi this week. I've been just like going back and watching her. And this had like signs of it being like Azumi's brainchild all over it because she like, and this is partially just because Azumi's my favorite wrestler, but she just absolutely like, it was, it was the best of what Azumi does, right? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like this is like, it, it took the, the great things about Azumi Hazuki and Yoniyama. It took the good stuff about Azumi Natsupoi Koguma. It took the best things about, you know, Azumi Hazuki Konami from years ago. Like, it just was like the the amalgamation of an Azumi three-way match with the star power of Mercedes that it, it was incredible. I thought it was a very, very well-done match. I thought it was quite enjoyable. Um I think the biggest debate is has been was it smart uh for Mercedes? Because I you know, and this is this is more of like a, a niche thing, but there have been plenty of people who are like, Oh, this kind of made Mercedes look bad putting her up against two of the fastest wrestlers in the world and making her look slower than them because they are the fastest wrestlers in the world. Um I personally think that she held her own way better than I personally thought that most people can, so I, I had no problem with it. I thought it was the smart decision, but yeah, I thought it was a really, really fun match. Yeah, I mean, it was great. Like, it wasn't the peak of what high speed can be. Like, we've seen no. this same match done better, but Mercedes, this was her first attempt at this style, and we've watched a lot of people wrestle their first high speed match during this Azami <laughs> reign. Like, we look back, we, I think back to Rina, you know, somebody like uh, Momokogo getting her first big match. And even they... They swim, they sink or swim. <laughs> yeah, like, even they couldn't fully keep up with Azami. So for, for Mercedes Money to even look close to, to the pace that Azami and Hazuki were working, who are two excellent high-speed wrestlers, I think that's a real credit to her. I think the people who are saying it made her look bad, they don't understand the high-speed style. They don't understand how difficult it is. Like, what Azami and Hazuki can do is really special, and they're one of the select number of people who can do it at that level. So for Mercedes to even keep up with them, and also stand out by adding in her own creativity to it is really a, a big kind of positive for her. And, like, you know, this is clearly something that she probably wanted to do to, to experience that style of wrestling. So, I mean... She got to try it out. She got to do it really well. I don't think she's she's losing sleep at night, and I thought she looked pretty good. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I I think I, I I've said this a million times, but I, I talked to Peps about it the other day that I was like, you know, when there is a class there when there are two classic matches, that's Azumi, Hazuki, Yoniyama. If you can replace Yoniyama and people don't blink. That's a good sign, <laughs> you know, because I mean, those are three of the greatest high speed wrestlers like ever, you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. realistically, uh, especially of the modern era of the high speed championship, they are three of the best. So when you have to fill those shoes and you do it tremendously, you know, I, I fully, you know, praise and compliment her. I also want to say that I'm very happy because I think this also got Azumi and Hazuki a lot more fans um, and just a lot more credit and a lot more very very deserved love and that's always a good thing because i think those are two of the best wrestlers in the world and the more people that know that the better i i I was gonna say hazuki came away as like the star of the show she got a lot 
of, of focus. And you can see why they added her to the match. They clearly wanted her to get something. Like, she got an, an extended sequence with Mercedes Money. Uh, she avoided taking the fall. She was involved in a lot of the better spots of the match. The crowd was chanting for Hazuki. Like, yeah. she got a lot out of this match. Um, so fair play to Azumi and Mercedes for p- taking a back seat and letting Hazuki really get presented that well because she came away looking really good. I thought she, more than anyone, gained a lot out of the match. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, this, this is something that I, I noticed during the show and even after the match with the Mayu segment, I feel like Mercedes... Um, she reminds me of me when I was little, uh, and this I'm going to explain this in an anecdote if you couldn't tell. Um, when I was younger, my neighbor, who was a few years older than me, real big guy, right? Uh, he's the one who like brought me into wrestling. He's the one who who like told me who Rey Mysterio was, and so we would always play wrestle because we were you know like six and eight or whatever, and we would play wrestle. But because he was so much bigger than me, I would just stiff him. Right, like he wouldn't like he wouldn't beat me up, but I would try my best to beat the fuck out of him, right? Because that's just how it works. I was smaller than him. I feel like that's how Mercedes is in Japan, <laughs> because she's like, I know these motherfuckers are gonna hurt me, <laughs> so I'm gonna hurt them first. And I love that. Like I like before Hazuki like punched her in the throat. Um, Mercedes was just like teeing off on her, and I was like, oh. Oh, she's <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna get it back, and then she did, and that was one of the most popular spots of the of the match. Like you, I think it got like thousands of likes on Twitter, right? Like the gif of it of Hazuki just punching her in the throat, um, and I, I really like that. And same with I, it looked like she like nearly knocked Mayu out with the slap afterwards. Like yeah, she, she just was she was just slaps. laying shit in. I, and it's funny because last night I actually watched a clip of I think. Punishment Martinez, whatever his WWE name is, um, fucking Priest, Damian Priest. He was talking mm-hmm. about wrestling Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. And he was like, well, they're very big and they are very, they hit very hard. So I hit them hard first and then I walk away. Like that was, his, <laughs> that was, that was how he went through the Royal Rumble. I feel like that's how Mercedes is going about Japan. And I love that. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's up for it. Like, I, I know she's probably throwing stiff. And if somebody responded in kind, I don't think she'd mind. So um, her and Mayu might just, like, kill each other, which would be great. Um, but yeah, she's a, you know, fair play to Mercedes. She was over in Japan before the match, presumably. Uh, she, like, posted the photo at the dojo, presumably going through the spots, because they obviously practiced the match. Um, so she put, like, a lot of work into this match, and I think it came off really well. Um, and I think when it came down to it, you could see her take the back seat for Hazuki. And that's something that um, was never really appreciated about Sasha Banks in WWE was she was always very willing to take that back seat when somebody else yes. was going to get the moment. Like she willingly put over Bianca Belair. She took the back seat for Bailey when she was the one being pushed in the in the golden role models. She tried to put over Charlotte as best she could when that was, she was tasked with that, when they were like making history every two weeks or whatever. Um, yeah. And I mean, we're seeing it in this Japan run, where even here, she and Azumi gave a lot of the attention to somebody else. And when it comes time for her to lose this belt, you know she's going to do it with, you know, eagerness. Like, she's going to do it as good as she can. So I think that's one of the great things about having Mercedes around. 
Yeah, one one thing that I noticed, because I think yesterday she posted a bunch of pictures with the TGPW girls um, training, and I realized, like, for as much as people want to say, oh, she doesn't even want to be there, she wants to be in TGPW, whatever, for as much as they say that, I was thinking, everybody in stardom is meant to be her enemy as of right now, so her, like, visually training with any of them, especially with the people she would probably train with, which is Hazuki and Mayu, Mm-hmm. It it would look really bad. <laughs> so for all we know, she trains there fucking every day, and she only posts that she trains at TGPW. Not saying she necessarily does, but I kind of realized that when people were like, like you know, talking about how she's always training with TGPW, and I was like, well, I mean, you can't really train with the people that you're beating the fuck out of. You know? Yeah. I mean? <laughs> I mean, she did a press conference. I feel like that should tell you all you yeah. need to know. She. They abruptly did a press conference just for Mercedes versus Mayu. She did it. She had a whole new fit for it. She had a promo design for it. She had guitars ready for it. Like, she's putting her effort into this. I think there's a lot of people who have been, like, caught off guard and and said to themselves, oh, she's just doing this for the money and she doesn't care. And it's like, well, she does. (laughs) She very clearly does. Maybe she doesn't care. Go on. Maybe she doesn't care so deeply to wrestle in stardom, specifically, but wrestling in Japan is something she's into, and she's going to give it her, her all to, to Bushi Road or whoever's paying her. Like, you know, she did a lot of great work with Mayu, and that was the first time they've really had her over to sink her teeth into something. She did great. So I think she's Shout really added a lot. Shout out to yeah. Momokogo. She tried her best. That that company is is so they they've got seven people working there. Like I swear to God, <laughs> like that that is crazy that they had Momokogo uh, translate for him. But Momokogo did a great job doing. She 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 was really instant. Like you saw. Remember when Mina tried to translate for Mariah May and it just mm-hmm. didn't go well at all. Momokogo was quick with it. Like she like the the Japanese to English was a bit harder, but English to Japanese she just. It was just like natural. So shout out to Momokogo. But yeah, uh, this might be just her teasing Mercedes, but she posted on Instagram like, y'all know any good uh, real estate agents in, in Tokyo? And I'm just like, I think this chick wants to stay for a bit. I, <laughs> I, don't, see, I, don't, see her, I don't see her being the surprise at SummerSlam type of thing. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I think we've kind of gone past that. But like, I feel like a lot of people are still like, how long is she going to like stay here? I feel like... The Tokyo Dome is looking awfully pretty to her. Uh, and I yeah. think as much as she can wrestle there and as much as she can get paid uh, for as long as she can get paid for as many dates, I feel like she'd probably work there uh, as much as she possibly can without conflicting with her other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know her level of commitment, but I imagine she will at the very least try and get a Wrestle Kingdom match out of it because that, that's, that's the be-all, end-all. Um, but she did uh, set up the match with Mayu after the, the three-way there at Sakura Genesis. Um, and, you know, the, the press conference did a lot for the two of them. Like, they didn't need a story for that match because it's, no. it's Mercedes Money versus Mayu Iwatani. Like, that is two of the best wrestlers of this generation going head-to-head. Like, you don't need anything else. But they, during the press conference, really added a whole other level to it. Um, the press conference wasn't like perfect or anything. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but Mercedes definitely got across this character of I am so vain, I'm obsessed with money, this is my country, this is my belt, like I'm here to save the all of Joshi wrestling and that kind of stuff. And Mayu's just like, 
I want that belt. I am the icon of stardom, and I want that belt. That's all you need, right? Like, that's they gave it that added little bit. That's all they need. And I thought that was really great about the press conference. Oh, yeah, totally. I thought the press conference was really fun. It was really interesting. Um, and I, I, it felt like there was, like, this comedic undertone to it. Not even undertone. At one point, she started singing that May You Sucks, May You Sucks, May You Sucks, mm-hmm. May You Sucks on the guitar. An inflatable guitar, mind you. Uh, I thought it was really funny. I thought that, like, everything kind of hit the way it was supposed to, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was really... Stardom doesn't go out of their way to cater to English fans, like, ever. So this was, like, an interesting one because, like, they kind of had to because it's Mercedes. Yeah. So it was kind of an in- interesting to see how they kind of go about that. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's... Probably, you know, a top three North American women's wrestler of all time versus a top three Japanese women's wrestler of all time, arguably. Like, that's a crazy match on its own. There's no need to say anything more than that. But I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a really great match. Also, one more note. Obviously, this is a star on podcast, and we'll keep it to that. But Sakura Genesis, phenomenal show. Way, way better than, like, any New Japan show in the past, like, four years, if I'm being honest. Three years. Like, since COVID, that was probably the best New Japan show top to bottom, period. So, I definitely recommend checking out the three-way match. If you like men's wrestling, I would give it a shot, because I thought it was a really good show top to bottom. Um, so, Mercedes, yeah, she, her her and Mayu, they're going to wrestle in, in two weeks' time. I'm yeah. very excited about that. And uh, afterwards, I mean, I feel like at this stage, um, I, would, I would bet money that she's going to be on... Summer Sun Princess or something wrestling Miyu Yamashita, but that's just that's just me. Um, that is the Mercedes Money Hour from the show. Uh, we do have to get on to normal stardom. Um, now they've announced some of the matches for like the Golden Week tour that's happening in like late April, early May. They haven't announced a lot of matches, and what's really interesting is they've announced nothing involving Clo- uh, Cosmic Angels. There's no Tam matches. There's no, you know, uh, Waka, there's no Natsupoy on any of these cards. It's really suspicious and really interesting to me. Even some of the comments Julia made over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's Stars Away to Tie Down to Mondo. Uh, this one is nothing. <laughs> yeah. This one like, is ev- everybody Club Venus, is there. Down to Mondo Stars. Uh, Club Venus will still exist, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's interesting to say the least. Definitely. Um, there's a really cool match there that they booked for Golden Week. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen it on April 29th. It's uh, Mayu and Hazuki against Nanai and Yuna. So that's that's pretty chill. Mm, that's yeah. Um, and that's really the only match that stands out as of now. But I just thought the absence of Club Venus from that week as of now is very interesting. Cosmic Angels. Yeah, sorry, Cosmic Angels. Um. So that's something to look out for, and I'll obviously we'll, we'll kind of explain why when we're doing the review. Um, that's the only news they haven't had a very newsworthy week. I'm pretty sure that's I the only like, thing they've announced. Like they finalized the card for uh, the Yokohama show, but we already knew who the people were going to yeah, be. Azumi, so. Azumi joins the high speed match. Suzuki joins the Fuwa match, obviously. Yeah, so I think Is that the Fuwa match going to be recorded. I believe so. Yeah, I feel like they've said it will be. Because, or will it be live, I should say, or is it going to be recorded? It could be live, yeah. Because, yeah, it's like in the middle of the card. 
And so that's why I'm like in, interested in that. But yeah, um, looks like a good card this past weekend. Uh, in fact, the only matches I wanted to see from this past me- weekend are not up. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first show to review, anyway, was on the uh, 6th of April. This was Stardom in Sendai, in the Sendai Pit. They did 344 fans for this one. Um, yeah, we hate the Sendai Pit. Uh, in the opener, Hanako and Aya Sakura wrestle to a five-minute time limit draw, because that's, that's oh, the thing they're doing. One piece of news that probably doesn't mean anything, considering uh, her harsh exit, but Michiko Miyagi is gone from Glate, uh, so that's something in the Joshi world that could amount to something, but considering that uh, the stardom departure was kind of not great uh, a few years ago, I don't imagine she'll be showing up there. Even though I think she's great, and if they had something to do do with her, then uh, they definitely can, because she's a really good wrestler, but, you know. Uh, I mean, she's she's alright. Miyagi's cool, but uh, she, she never seems to, like, work out anywhere kind of strange yeah yeah a little bit definitely could be politic related could be yeah um but yeah the the opener of this sendai show uh hanako and i i don't want to (laughs) i'm well aware um so this i mean this was fine it was five minutes they didn't really do much um hanako clears aya and uh it went to a five minute draw i thought i thought aya looked better here than she did against micah but the match it's a low works. bar. It's a very yes. low bar. <laughs> because, like, I think some of I's offense looked a bit more understandable here. Mm-hmm. I feel like nothing made sense <laughs> in her match against Micah, anything that she was doing. Um, but yeah, Hanako's not at the level where she can, like, carry Aya to, like, an interesting match or even a, like, decent match. Yeah. Uh, so that was something. I will say, you said that Sakura's theme song is bad, right? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if you said it on the show. Um, it's really a shame because it isn't good, but like it starts really funky, and I was like, "Oh, how could Alex think this was bad?" And then five seconds later, it just like turns into like noise chip tune. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, Hanako's theme's good though. I think her theme is." We've is got some hard. banger themes in Stardom now. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it later when uh, my girl Jessie is up. But uh, yeah, we, we've got some <laughs> cool themes. Um, the match after that was Fukigen Death beating Unimiz Mori and Tekla. Uh, Fuka, or Fukigen rolled up uh, Unimiz Mori in six minutes. Um, this is pretty heavy on shtick. If you like shtick, you'll like this. Uh, I'm kind of over the Fukigen Death character a little bit. Like It was yeah. fun for a while. And when crowds got back to cheering, it was kind of fun because they were really into it. And now I'm just kind of done. Like, it is not, like, I just feel like just do, like, Another, like it's not even I'm not even tired of the death character I'm just kind of tired of this iteration of it because I'm mm-hmm. thinking Goku Gen Death only lasted like four months and that was fun and like it definitely had a bit more time to it but this has lasted for like what a year no two years now yeah. almost two years like that's not okay <laughs> no. not at all um, I will say th- this was some of the biggest pops of the night was the Unimon death bits like this, this, some of the bits were funny, but like I'm just kind of over the Fukigen thing in general. So yeah. I was very much whatever. Um, much after that, then, and this this was a point where I hit like the peak of despair. Starlight Kid beat Lady C in seven minutes, and I just it's never a match I've wanted to see, quite frankly. 
and uh, that it was fine. But yeah, I also, I'll say it could have been way worse. I could have used it the seven minutes worse. to watch the NXT level up match from last weekend. Like that, like that went crazy. You know, Last Legend was out here doing doing cool good shit. Good yeah, like I could have watched that, and instead I was watching Lady C for for seven minutes. And I, I like Lady C, but uh, she's very much a nobody on the roster now, so it's kind of hard to care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Especially in Sendai, because like mm. I felt like this match, like it what I think what this match showed me is that Lady C is far more competent in singles matches than she used to be, because nothing about this was like inherently terrible, right? Lady C used to fuck at least one or two things up in singles matches, and it was always very noticeable. That didn't happen in this match. The match was just boring. That's it. Like <laughs> it, it was, it was perfectly acceptable wrestling that there's no reason to go out of your way to watch. But I will say, Lady C, she continues to improve to the point where she is no longer randomly really bad. Because this definitely could have been a match where she could have been really bad if she wasn't. So That's fair. Yeah. Um, the match after that then featured the debut of the newest member of Cosmic Angels. We had Mariah May, Xena, and Jesse teaming up to defeat Koguma, Hanan, and Saeeda. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Alban? Is yeah, Jesse is the former Jessica Alaban from NXT. Um, the Jesse show, if you know about that, you don't, because that was a coconut loop thing. Yeah, she's a you know NXT house show legend. I think that's safe to say. Yes. We'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. Um, I here's the thing. I like Jesse. I feel like, especially next to Zena, you see how much she has because she's really tall and she's got obvious charisma. She's a very natural in the ring. Like she's an obvious WWE product because she's able to fill in the blanks, right? Like Xena does the moves and then goes into resting dead face. Jesse does things between the moves. She's good at like projecting like a star. She reminds me a lot of like early My Sakurai, where you could see yeah. the obvious potential. You know that, that's actually a good one because yeah. the one thing that I couldn't stand about her was she had terrible footwork. That's it. Like, it looked like she was about to break her knees every five seconds. <laughs> but otherwise, she was good. And, like, that was pretty much the same issue with my Sakurai, is that she just, like, was consistently in the wrong place. Her Like, she was just, like, her, she would, like, stumble over herself half the time. Like, that was the problem with my Sakurai for a while. So I, I can see a comparison there, because yeah. I definitely see a lot in Jessie. Um, not as much as you do. Uh, but she is a coconut loop legend. Uh, shouts out Insiders, Maximum Male Models, also coconut loop legends um yeah i, I was interested I, I don't know why they do x's for things anymore that's that's one thing that i noticed in this i was like like she's cool but why don't they just i feel like it would be beneficial for everybody if they just announced who it was beforehand yeah yeah probably for in these sorts of situations right because it's like oh this is xena from australia she'll be um coming to the, like she'll be doing a tour for stardom if they said that on the english count i'd be like oh okay that's Xena from Australia. And then I'd watch her match with Hina, not going, who is this for the first five minutes? Um, not as big of a problem here because it wasn't live, but I still think that they're, they are doing X's for things that don't need to be X's. Like, just announce the wrestler beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could have got a certain amount of buzz by announcing Jesse. Like, those, you know, these NXT girls get really loyal fans so yeah. you could have got some people who are genuinely interested in stardom if you had gone hey former WWE wrestler jesse alaban is going to be there 
um, but instead they didn't. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I like Jesse. I I kind of see the potential there to be something. She obviously has to work a lot in the ring to to kind of catch up with the Stardom roster. But the rest of the stuff that you just can't teach is there. Um, mm-hmm. Finisher is kind of cool. I think I I really like the finisher. Um, I like the setup for it. I think yes. the the actual move is kind of like oh you just kind of drop her. Yeah, I kind of like it. Not even, not even like slam her, just kind of just drop her. You, you um, twist her into it. It has a velocity, you know. It's kind of nice. Um, her entrance theme though is is iconic. Her entrance theme is iconic. It is really cool. It's it's very it's, groovy. It's a good thing. Yeah. So um, this match this match had some interesting layers to it. I would say. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was like great, but I, I was I was interested there. Uh, Mariah May and Hanan did some cool stuff, and I was like, that feels like a match I wish we saw in the fi- in the Cinderella. Yeah, right. Like that would have been really fun because I feel like they have you know give them six minutes of a singles match that would be a fun match. Um, we talked about this yesterday, but I don't think I realized it quite to what degree it is until this match that Ida is just too good at selling. Yeah. Um. That it's very bad for her because she made Xena and Jesse look fucking incredible. And I'm just like, you don't need to do that right now. Like, I know you do, but like, <laughs> you're going to be losing the foreigners your entire life, homegirl. Like, this is, you, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta, you gotta get them back. You gotta get, get something back on them, man. And it just, it made me very depressed. But at the same time, she's just, she's just too good. She's too good. She is, yeah, poor Ida. Um, I, I did think this was a solid enough match. I didn't think Jesse did a whole lot. Like, I thought they very much protected her in that regard, um, even though she was, like, the main focus of the match. Um, I feel like Xena has very quickly slotted in as the, the, the power wrestler of her group. Like, every every group has a power wrestler, goes in there and throws shoulder blocks on house show tags. That is Xena. She is really yeah. strong, and we learned that during the Crazy show. Jobs. She was she lifted two people at once. Like how do you do that? Yeah. That is absurd. And so, one of them like it was it was Koguma and Yeah. Yeah, it was Koguma yeah. and Ida. Which is like the, that's the two bigger ones. Like that's mm-hmm. the, that's the thing. Like like that's crazy. Yeah, so she's she's a strong one and I feel like there's a good role for her as the power wrestler in, in Club Venus, and that seems to be where they're yeah. gonna put her. Um so yeah, Club Venus is coming together. It's uh, it's an interesting group. We have. Uh, I will say the vibes are still really funny. They are. I kind of like it though. The like... aesthetic is kind of there. I think Jesse fits the aesthetic really well. A lot better than Zybrook did. Very... I didn't think you know. Yes. In hindsight, I feel like he wasn't. I feel like Zybrook's I was way too way too much of like, what did I call her? A dweeb, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Um, perhaps uh, she was just too much of like a, a brat. Like, I feel like that doesn't work. Like, this works because they're all kind of just, like, they're mean girls, right? They're the movie Mean Girls, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, comedic how, you know what, nope, not going to make that joke. Um, Yeah, I I like them, though. But it is funny that, like, Mina just randomly decides to be, like, like kind of a sassy Paul Heyman randomly. But it's, it's, like, the people are so into it. It works. Yeah, I mean, it works. But it's just, it's crazy. it's, It's funny. Because Cosmic Angels is like meant to be this like baby face group who's like you know uh, the underdogs and the Mina's just like sassy Paul Heyman and that's just crazy. <laughs> um, one last thing on Jesse is that mm. I get the vibe she's very similar to Mariah May and that she really wants this to work like just kind of yeah. 
just looking at it, it's kind of like you, you get the sense she really wants this to go well and she's going to work hard to get that. And she seems lovely. So um, wishing her the best, honestly. So, uh, you know, hoping the best for Jessie. Um, that was that match. Uh, I will talk about her next match as well. I, I got to watch it earlier today. Um, mm. The the next match then on the show, though, was the Awedo Tai team of Momo Watanabe, Roka, and Natsuko Tora beating Momo Kogo, Hazuki, and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, Momo won in ten and a half minutes with the uh, bastard driver or the inhumane driver, whichever you want to call it. Um, did you watch this? Did you put yourself through this? I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was you didn't, I imagine. Hmm. You didn't did, watch it. Sadly, yes, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Momo Koko's birthday, she gets dropped on her fucking head. <laughs> um, in a match in which Ruaka did not want to fucking be there. Yes. Um. <clears throat> that was like the main aspect of his match. Raka, she came out and like Raka's always pretty like apathetic towards things, but you could tell on her face she just didn't want to be in the fucking pit that day. Um she was just she was just kind of like done with everything. Uh she beat up Momokogo while she was singing happy birthday to herself. Um I I think something went wrong with Raka's top because she had to finish the match in a t-shirt, which you know, that shit happens, but I also want to say that it's absolutely hilarious given the fact that she already didn't give a fuck. And she somehow found a way to do the bit of of Japanese wrestlers when they don't care just wearing a t-shirt during their match. <laughs> like, it's it's that's hilarious to me. That even if it was because of some, like, wardrobe, wardrobe issue, the fact that she found a way to finish the match in a t-shirt is just like, yes, Ruaka, don't give a fuck. This is, this is, this is how I need you to be right now. Um, yeah, so it's like pretty mundane, but I thought there was some fun stuff in it. A uh, bit. I don't know. They worked over Momokogo for what felt like forever. And then we, yeah, they just tortured the poor girl they on her did. birthday. Like, um, that's crazy. We got like the most brief, and I mean the most brief Momo Hazuki thing that I was like, ah, oh, here we go, some life, finally. Um, and then it ended, and then Momokogo was back. That, in, is, so. that is funny to think about, because Hazuki has beef with both Natsuko and Momo. And somehow that just never, like, it's, that, that is, th- like, half of the match, half of the members of this match, like, have this, like, thing that they can work off of at any time, and they just didn't. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. Gotta love, gotta love stardom trios matches these days. Um, speaking of trios matches, we had Mai Sakurai, Micah, and Julia resting to a 15-minute time limit draw with Natsupoi, Waka, and Tam Nakano. Um, they did a lot of legwork here to build to Mai versus Waka, and I thought they did well. They they qu- kind of impressed me to the point that I'm actually interested in their semifinal match now. Um, That's wild. And Julia and Tam tried very hard to be like, hey, we're very violent, and I was like, I know you can do more, and they did do more. <laughs> um, but this was a nice little teaser for what Julia versus Tam is going to be. They are, they are ready to kill each other. Um yeah, they also tried to do Mai and Waka here, and I thought they did pretty well. Uh, <clears throat> one thing that I, I noticed, so Waka and Mai got into the ring mm-hmm. and did like this really bad standoff where they both kind of just like grabbed each other's hair and looked at each other like real menacingly. And I was about to like tweet about how bad it looked, but then three seconds later, Waka just slapped the piss out of her. And I was like, okay, I was forgiven. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Because <laughs> like it looked really like lame and really like melodramatic, they held it for like a second. I'm just like, oh brother! And then Waka just fucking bitch slapped her. I was like, you know what? 
that's on me. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you do you, Waka. Um, yeah, this was the match that was truly the return to Waka getting her ass beat the way that God intended it to be. Um, Julia just fucked her up, and then yeah. my Sakurai also fucked her up, and then Micah briefly fucked her up. Uh, Micah and Poi was all right. Uh, yeah. They very much Mine built around Julia just... and Tam. Like, that was the clear emphasis. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's the thing, is that it's like, I feel like Julia, the Julia and Tam stuff was the least interesting because it's just, I, I know what I want, right? <laughs> like, I know what I want from that match. I don't need to be proven. In fact, I feel like the more I watch these previews, the more I'm like expecting more from it, you know? Because I'm yes. just like, you need to do more than what you're doing right now. And you just keep doing it. So it needs to be like noticeably more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and this happens occasionally. I, I think it happened, it, it happens with a lot of Julia matches. Because I feel like it happened with Julia Shuri too, where I'm just like, I know what I want out of this match. You don't have to like tease it because it's going to spoil like half of the match. Um, so I would just kind of like zone out during that preview. I think same with Shuri and Utami back in the day. Uh, just a lot of these world title matches, they preview them to death. And sometimes it's cool, but other times I'm just like, you know what? I need to like not pay too much attention because I'm going to be like, this is it when the match actually happens and they just do like 5% more than what they've already done a million times. Um, I don't know. I don't feel that with Julia and Tom. It feels like they're uh, they're trying to Nintendo things a little bit. So it's um, I'm I'm kind of intrigued because especially watching the Aomori interactions, you could see that they're they're continually asleep. Oh, I, I did not get to watch Aomori. Yeah, like they they keep escalating it and changing it. So it's it's mm. kind of building up to to April twenty third. Um. After the match, we did have some interesting stuff. Uh, Julia on the microphone said, "I'm gonna beat you so bad that club that you like disband your faction." So she said that post match, and then in her press conference after, she also said, "I'm gonna like I'm gonna beat you so bad. I'm gonna take everything. You're gonna get rid of Cosmic Angels." So I mean, at this stage, <laughs> if she said it twice, are they gonna? Get rid of Club uh, Cosmic Angels? Like, is that the is that the path I mean, we're going? Tam, Tam keeps inadvertently beating the fuck out of Nazi boy. <laughs> like, That's so funny. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Julia and Tam we beat like the shit out of each other. It just keeps happening. And while Nazi boy keeps catching strays. <laughs> it's the poor like girl. legit. Like, like, she, like she like almost like it looked like she got a fucking concussion just from like Julia pushing Tam and her knocking heads with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, crazy. I'm just like, this girl is already not the smartest person. <laughs> we cannot be concussing her on accident, okay? That's not what we need to be doing right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been saying this for a while. I thought Kozen was going to disband. Um, I don't believe that, like, Club Venus will separate without Cosmic Angels disbanding pretty soon around that. Uh, and I don't think if Kozen continues that Clubbiness will separate. But it's possible. I mean, I don't know. A, a faction has not disbanded in a while. Like, I, I hate to say it, but that's just like... Yeah, and it feels like if any of them was to do it, it would be Cosmic Angels, because they yeah. they serve the least purpose at this stage. Like, Unagi gained the most from that, and now she's gone. Uh, Mina has her own group. And Natsupoi has Shiori Anu. 
like uh, there's not a lot there beyond Tam and Waka. So I feel like with all of the mentions of stipulation and the way they're building the feud and now Julia herself saying, I'm going to beat you so bad, your faction goes away. That faction is not announced for any matches a week after the show. It feels like maybe that's gonna that'll end up happening. Um, but I don't know, maybe we're just reading too much into it. But it does seem like they're pointing all fingers towards Cosmic Angels goes away if Tam loses. I wonder how I'll feel if Cosmic Angels disbands. I think you'll be happy. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a Cosmic Angels guy, but like I, I just am always kind of like a little bit like, oh, that's sad mm. when, when factions disband, regardless. Uh, unless, except for like Bullet Club. When Bullet Club disbands, I will literally throw multiple parties. Um, As we all should. And, and just, you know, scream and joy. <laughs> uh, but like with Cosmic Angels, it's just like, I don't know, it, it'll feel weird, right? Because they've become such like an integral part of this fucking company mm. since they became a thing. And it's like, it, it'll be weird if it disbands, but it would make sense. Like Tam can go anywhere. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Tam has a tendency of uh, teaming up with her fiercest rivals and betraying her best friends. So, I mean, Tam to DDM. Who knows? <laughs> I am here for military combat era Tam Nakano. Um, Honestly, yeah. Give me a give me a new version of Tam Nakano before yeah. she retires. Like, because we we had evil Tam, like the the you know Oedo Tai Tam. We had uh, Sundari Tam for a while in Stars. Uh, we have uh, Lore Tam, which is Tam now. I, I want her to like go through one major shift before she hangs it up. That would be very fun. Um, after all of that, my Sakurai still got on the on the microphone to do her gimmick. <laughs> It, it it could not right. it could not You're right. it could not be more obvious that this woman is winning the Cinderella if they tried. She gets promo time. Cookie, man. She gets promo time on every single show. A oh yeah, that was the news that we didn't talk about. What? Um, I don't know if it happened at the Aomori show, but I think my Sakurai called stars like. I don't know how extreme she... It sounded like she called them whatever the Japanese equivalent to the R-word is. Oh. Because that's how everybody was reacting. I see. Uh, but I think she just called them uneducated, uneducated at, like, dimwits or something. Right. Like, it, that's the thing with translations, is that it's like, people got very upset with her about it, so I was like, it has to be something, like, extreme, right? Mm -hmm. But it also might just be her saying, oh, you guys didn't graduate middle school, which is, sounds like it was, but there were a lot of people upset about it. Weird. Like, there was like a decent amount. Of I knew nothing about, about this. This is the first I've heard about it. Yeah, she. Oh, weird. She uh, she tweeted about it. Oh god. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, she tweeted about it. Uh, she restricted comments, and it was. I was like, oh, okay. I somebody somebody like retweeted it, and it was like, oh, she's talking about this or whatever. All right, fair enough. Um, but yeah. After all that, she got in hot water for for making fun of someone. That is fair. Uh, the next match then on the show was a Himeka Retirement Road singles match. Mina Shirakawa beat Himeka in 10 and a half minutes with a glamorous collection Mina. Um, I think it's safe to say these two have never had good chemistry and just never will. <laughs> like they, Something about them is just so off when they wrestle each other. Um, and it was kind of the same here. I get that. What? Hold on, let me, let me see something. Because I feel like their last match was good because it was only like six minutes at most. 
unless they wrestled in the GP and I forgot about it. But I remember they had a match last year that we were like, okay, this is the point where we want Mina to leave because she's so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That went 10 minutes. Yeah, that that was like fine. I liked that Himeka just kind of like said, fuck you, I win. Because mm-hmm. uh, that was fun. But yeah, never mind. I, I did not like that match. Um, yeah, they're just not very great together. I, I thought that Mina's vibes here was cool, right? I thought that like Cosmic Angels was like at full full tilt on this one. Uh, Mina did the dance alone, which is far better than Mariah May just kind of like trying to, you know, get into it, but just not being really into it because she's not a dancer. Um, and then Cosmic Angels came out, or Cub Venus came out. They're all wearing hachimakis like Mina, and Mariah May did Mina's introduction. That was great. I was really yeah, cool. I love that. Yeah, I thought I thought the the vibes here were phenomenal for Club Venus. Yeah, you could see Club Venus uh, fully forming on the show, where you went, okay, I, I get it now. The aesthetic is there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that was the most important part of all this. Um, Mina was very choked up after the match. Obviously, she and Hameka go way back, so you know it was, uh, it was pretty emotional for her to to wrestle and make one of her last matches. Mina did get her get her ship back on. Uh, Himeka because she won with the Angel Twist, which is the move that Himeka stole to beat her last that time. That is quite genius, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. Um, I like it. The main event then of the show was an eight-woman tag match. The God's Eye team of Konami, Amisore, Mirai, and Shiri beat the Queen's Quest team of Mio Amasaki, Sayakamatani, Azumi, and Utami Hayashishta. Uh, Mirai got the win with the Mira Mare submission in 14 and a half minutes. Um, somehow, I forgot that I had to watch this, um, so I, I never did. Uh, you said it was oh, great. This was like this was borderline great. Like, Damn. definitely best match on the card. Uh, I wouldn't say like I rated a, a strong seven because I, I rate things on the Fantano scale. Uh, if if anybody knows, um, I, I like. Is this that was, the like, a bald sexist music, play. dude? Is he sexist? Everybody, everybody's sexist. always like, he gives ridiculously low scores to popular albums by women. So it's like, this is a bit weird. I think he just doesn't like Taylor Swift. I think it's worse than that. But I don't know. I don't know. I, it's possible. That that might be on me. That might be on me. Uh, but yeah, I do the because it's just it's just it's just it's just a one to ten. Okay, that's 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 what I meant. Um. But yeah, I, I would I would rate this like a, a strong seven, light eight, because it was really good. Um, they started off with the cops, which you know I'm hype, I'm I'm happy with, right? Konami and uh, and Azumi, anytime they're in the ring together, I love it. And then from there, it was just like really good. I I forgot how many great pairings this had, because like when you look at it, at it on paper, it's like oh yeah, it looks like a fun match, but then you forget that like they do Utami Shuri. Uh, Utami got the best out of Ami Sore possible. They did Azumi Shuri. They did Mirai Saya. Uh, they did. They didn't do much uh, Mirai Utami. But then Mirai brought Miyu to do a lot of good stuff as well. It was just a lot of good action. Um, one funny point. <laughs> one funny point was God's Eye got the Queen's Quest top tiers in like submissions at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't realize that Mirai <laughs> was about to submit to Miyu. Because she had her in a fucking knee bar. Um, or a heel hook or whatever. And so Mariah's like screaming for help. While everybody's like posing with the submissions on. And they're like, oh fuck, we need to help Mariah. <laughs> it was like a really funny moment uh, overall. And yeah, that was a really fun match. Overall. Definitely the best match on the show. 
in my opinion. All right, fair enough. I, uh, you know, I meant to watch it. I think because last night I finished the semi-main, and then I was like, okay, tomorrow yeah. I'll watch the rest, and then obviously t- See, the same thing happened. Yeah, to me, but I did tomorrow came this. around, and I was like, oh, Aomori is up. I should check out stuff from that, and then I. I just never thought of this, but that's okay. Uh, I just missed out on a good match. Um, the next show to review, then, it was on April 8th. This was Stardom and Aomori. Uh, this was in the Shin Aomori Comprehensive Athletic Park Maeda Arena Subarena. <laughs> they did 767 fans here, which they labeled a full house, and it did look really full. Uh, there was a lot of people here. That did not translate to a good uh, atmosphere, but however, in the opener, my Sakurai beat Aya Sakura in seven minutes with a diving elbow drop. Seven minutes? Yeah. Um, I mean, this wasn't, like, the worst from Aya. I, she definitely is coming, like, putting it together, but uh, still was far from good. So that is that is my only kind of take there. Um, the then was Jesse and Xena uh, beating Yuna Mizumori and Raka in six and a half minutes when Jesse got the win with the Joyride, which is her, her finisher. Um, they really heavily let Xena just kind of go in there and chop the shit out of Unimon. It was it was very fun. She was doing all the host stuff. And then uh, Jessie was kind of the, the closer to the match. Um, and she showed a little bit more than she did in the first match. Um, definitely, they're, they're still kind of keeping the shackles on, so to speak, with, with her. At least as I'm, I'm just looking at this. It's it's very, their uh, katakana. It's very strange how similar they are. Yeah. Because Zena and Jess Jesse is are completely different, but the katakana for Zena is just Jia, which is, I mean, I guess Gina makes. It doesn't matter. Um, I didn't watch. I I this show just went up a few hours ago. I was asleep. It's not even fully up. So <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, I just exactly. kind of watched the key stuff. Um, the next match, which I didn't check out, was Mina Shirakawa and Mariah May beating Hanako and Lady C. Uh, Mina got the win with the implant DDT in 10 minutes. Um, the match after that then, which I did watch, was Natsupoi, Waka, and Tam beating Tekla, Micah, and Julia in 8 minutes when Tam pinned Tekla with a tiger suplex hold. Um, they, they... We need... I need to start the... Uh, Tekla respect army. Yeah, I, I think I think that's where we're going, we're heading. They wasted no time in doing Julia Tam. Like they started the match and were throwing forearms straight away. Like this was heavily Julia versus Tam, and it was a lot better than what they did in Sendai. Uh, in Sendai, it felt a lot like okay, we have to kill each other, so we're doing stuff. But here, it felt like okay, we're actually going to kill each other. Um, so I, I really like the energy they had here. Um. And that really carried the match through because there wasn't really much else happening. Although Tam and Tekla was a a cool final two. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get to watch it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if any match I was gonna watch, it's the one that you didn't, because I kind of want to see Mariah May and Mina against Hanako and Lacey. Towers of Power shout out. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the match. I just hope that like. I don't like being excited for the match. I think that's what <laughs> I think that's where I'm at, and I, I think. You'll understand if you've listened to how I how I view Tam Julia. That's like I'm very excited for it, and now I'm like, oh fuck, they're definitely going to disappoint me. But I'm going to trust you that they are building up to something, and this isn't just going to be another Tam Julia match. I don't think it will be. It really feels like they're going for something here. Um, 
that's the last match that was uploaded, so I haven't been able to see anything after that. Uh, the next match was Konami, Mirai, and Shuri beating Koguma, Han, and Saeeda. Uh, Konami got the win in that one with the Triangle Lancer in 10.5 minutes. So the Triangle Lancer... I don't know if you know. <laughs> I don't know if you know. But that Triangle Lancer, it's got a win percentage of 100 fucking percent right there. Oh yeah, shock percent. like it. Um, the match after that was a Himeka retirement road match. It was Himeka and Ami Sore wrestling to a 15-minute time limit draw. Oh my god, no. <laughs> and then the main event was Mum Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Natsuko Tora beating Mio Amasaki, Sayakamitani, and Utami Hayashishita. And Mum Watanabe... Wait, why did... Uh, Mum Watanabe won with the B-Driver in 13 minutes. Does the Widow Church just not close the show now? Um, they must not have. Because it looks like they, it looks like Queen's Quest just won. Like that's that's how it looks in the in the picture for the last for the main event winner. Yeah, I think they just posed because there is a picture of Momo with the microphone, so it might have just been a hey, thanks for coming. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, they, they let a swear word into the translations, which is really funny. It, it, Amasaki, I was told I was a fucking rookie, but I don't feel like a newcomer. This <laughs> is like, oh, okay then. Um, so they, that's great. I yeah. They that. left that in, which is very funny. That's, that's her new nickname. <laughs> Kevin Miyu Amasaki, the fucking rookie. Hell yeah. Um, that was, uh, that show though, the next show to, well, not review cause it isn't up yet was Stardom and Yamagata. This is in the Yamagata Big Wing with 372 fans. Uh, in the opener, Natsupoi beat Aya Sakura with the Ferial Gift. Uh, Cham Nakano beat... You know what? What? The reason we call Miyu Amasaki Kevin is because much like Kevin Steen, she swears when she's not supposed to. I love it. I love it. There we, go. Um, there we go. I brought it out. Yeah. Brought it back. Let's go. Uh, Tam Nakano beat Hanako and Yuna Mizumori in a three-way match in eight minutes with a violet shooting. Uh, Jesse and Wakaskiyama beat Momokogo and Hanan when Jesse got the win with the Joyride in six minutes. Uh, so you can see now that she was definitely meant to be in the Cinderella tournament and go to the semifinal because they have had her win every match so far. Um, yes. She's definitely going to be one that they push before she's ready, and we all kind of go, oh, that sucks. And then she gets really good when they like the push is ending, because that's how this works a lot of yeah. the time. That's um, always how it works. The next match was uh, Zena, Mariah May, and Mina Shirakawa beating Miyo Amasaki, Lady C, and Azumi when Mina got the win with the implant DDT. Uh, we then had a 15-minute time limit draw between Mai Sakurai, Takla, and Julia, and the team of Hazuki, Koguma, and Mayu Iwatani. Um, we then had the God's Eye team of Konami, Amisori, and Suri beating Mumwatanabe, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka when Suri got the win with the White Tiger submission. And in our main event, we had a Himeka Retirement Road, Golden Generation, six-person tag match. Rai, Maika, and Saya Kamatani beat Saya Utami Hayashishita, and Himeka when Maika got the win with the Mishinoku Driver number two in 17 minutes. I think this match might be one of the most upset that we don't get to talk about. Yeah. Like, in a long time. Because, uh, man, I was... Man. Like... I there's no way they didn't... It means a lot to me, personally. Yeah, but there's also no way they didn't all slap me. Like, that is a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. We're going to throw Lariat's kind of match. Like, that seems badass. Except Sayaka Matani, but she'll just do some crazy shit to make up for it. 
Man, that's just that just looks like such a crazy match, man. Like, that, like I don't know. I I just I'm really sad Omega's retiring. I feel like I feel like it's setting in now. Like with that Mina match, because I watched the Mina match this morning. I was just like, man, like because every match of Omega's feels like one long. You know how they used to do the gauntlet matches for the retirements. Mm-hmm. The past like two months of Omega matches has just felt like that. Every single show. Yeah. You know, because like usually that's really emotional and that's very like, man, like it's really, you know, everybody's coming out. I think, you know, like usually wrestlers from the past will come out I, for uh, for Gigetsu. He got uh, Matsumoto, right? You know, like like they were like, you know, like it just feels like really like, but it, it happens in 45 minutes in the gauntlet matches. This has just been a not like a every week thing, multiple times a weekend, every show. And it's just like, man, it just it's just sad it just makes me sad and the fact that i don't get to talk about the one match that like really means a lot to me sucks like these motherfuckers need to start uploading quicker (laughs) (laughs) yeah that um that was i I, i've been very antisocial over the last uh little while like i i barely tweet or anything nowadays um i believe people were going on and on about stardom world again did i miss that is that a thing that happened everybody was like complaining about stardom world again Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, like literally every week we could bring it up. Yeah. Because there's but a valid see, reason to bring it up our, every week. Our complaints are different from other people's because those other people are like, yes. they need to overhaul the entire service to suit me and me only because I speak English. And we, you and I, are like, can we at least get the shows up in a timely manner? Like, that's all we ask. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, that, that's like, because I, I did mention it, maybe maybe you just saw my tweet. Because I think last week I tweeted, uh, "It's wild that we don't even complain about pre-match promos anymore." That, that because that gave me like, a whole moment. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I had to I had to process yeah. that. Because <laughs> and you know th- this, not saying that it's going short because you know we still have a, a preview to go and we're about an hour in. But I, I feel like I could wax a little bit on it. Uh, couple years ago, the 2019 five-star Grand Prix, uh, Sonny briefly left. The English guy left briefly. And so they just stopped doing pre-match promos. And people fucking rioted. Uh, to the point where I'm pretty sure Twitter got Sonny a way better contract. <laughs> and, like, that's how much people were like, yo, you can't take away our pre-match promos. Like, that's like... It's like part of the entire thing, which is true. It was a part of the entire thing. That's how they built characters back in the day was through pretty much promos. Um, and at some point we just stopped complaining about that. And yeah. it's like, for me, I'm still upset about that. Like, I don't really care. Like people want English commentary. I'm just like, I'm good. You know, them getting Chris Charlton for uh, all-star uh, grand queendom is cool. I guess I like Chris Charlton. Most people don't really, but I, I appreciate that, but I don't need commentary. I don't need like even the site to be more English accessible. I don't need to be DDT Universe or Russell Universe or whatever. I don't need to be like that, you know, customary to English. I just want the shows up quicker, the the subtitles to be like there, <laughs> like the promos to be subtitled, and hopefully one day they do pre-match promos again. That's all I want. The fact that none of those things actually happened kind of pisses me off 
but who would have thought I was pissed off about the same thing a year ago? You know what I mean? Yeah, time is a flat circle with stardom, my friend. We are, uh, you kind of just have yeah. to accept a lot of things or else you're never going to enjoy this promotion. <laughs> uh, it's great because yeah, there are people who hate stardom and every time they say something, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I still like it, but you're right. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's oh, great. It's fun. Um, but anyway, we have two shows to preview. At least I think it's two. Um, yeah, it's yes, two. two shows. First of which is at Cork and Hall uh, on the 14th of April. So that's this Friday. And the opener is Hina versus Hanako versus Aya Sakura. Um, I expect Hina to win. Or if not her, then this is Hanako's first like win over Aya. They uh they fucked up uh Aya's <laughs> render. Really? Look at her chin. Oh yeah. That's just like she looks like a robot. That's crazy. Yeah, it's very very weird. Homegirl's the android. <laughs> um yeah, Hina should just get a clutch mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, if she doesn't, then I feel like we. Might need to talk about Hina possibly retiring because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like Leo Onizaki got like her first win right, and then she just started losing again, and then she retired. And I was like, okay, like <laughs> once you start seeing like that definite doubt, da- like she lost to Hoshino, I think. Yeah, I think that was like one of her last matches. Then she's like, okay, I'm hanging it up. So if Hina ever loses to one of these two. Not ever, but if she loses any time soon to one of these two, we need to start talking about that. <laughs> to be fair, Leo also had, like, her back was in pieces. Yeah, like back her, problems, her back yeah. was fucked, so um, that's probably a bit more of why. Shouts out, shouts out Leo Nozaki. She was born to beat you. I don't know Hell who about yeah. Bin bag aesthetic for the win. Um, Bro. The so next good. match on the show is it's kind of an interesting one. Konami versus Waka Skiyama. Yeah. They're both in big matches the very next day. So unless like Konami gets Fuck, this is going to a draw. <laughs> I think that would be a stretch even for Waka. Um I imagine it will be a submission 100%. submission win for Konami. She just gets the triangle answer. I mean, yeah, that that's how it yeah. should work. But I don't know, maybe this is like a ten minute time limit, like they they so I don't think so. It's easier to get to the draw, but I, d- I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, the, oh, the next no. match. Oh, no. Not the next match. The match later. I just saw All it. All right. <laughs> uh, the next match is Mirai and Amisore versus Yuna Mizumori and Chairman Ram of uh, yeah. Pro Wrestling 666. Um, that's a match. That's the devil number. <laughs> 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 the craziest things pop you man that's the best part it's like i just throw shit out there and sometimes it works like that's it it's just the serious sheer simplicity of it just that's the devil number yeah that's the devil number that's that's the devil number there are some angel numbers that's the oh devil my number. God. um man i hope uh the kyokos are better now than they used to be because <laughs> i feel like since they've challenged for the like since they've announced their challenge i haven't seen them in two-on-two matches at all yeah that's true i'm pretty sure they were good in the tag league were, were they together in tag league they had a decent tag league yeah they yeah. were uh they had that good match against seven mm. up uh and they had a couple good matches but i don't know they're they're a bit inconsistent but i think 
you know, and this probably won't be very good terrible. because who who is Mariah? Well, I think they could they could have something with Yuna, right? Mm, they could have something kind with of Yuna. maybe. It depends. It depends on which of them gets Yuna, because uh, yeah, yeah. if they put Mariah with Ram Kaichou, I feel like we're uh, we're in for a tough time. I feel like that. I feel like that'd be pretty funny though. Like I, I feel like Mariah would just break I don't, her back. I don't really know. I'm kind of. I don't. I don't do the Ram. I'm not a. Yeah, you're not a big Ram guy. I like Ram. Yeah. I think Ram's pretty cool. Like Ram, Ram was uh, super funny the first time when she was like queen of the world in Ice Ribbon and had big dudes carrying her around to make her tall. But like, I know, like throwing ectoplasm. You say the first time, like she hasn't been wrestling for the past like. Well, you know what years. I mean. Like the first time I'd have seen her. <laughs> um, but her just throwing ectoplasm in people's faces and kind of being okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really into it. So. What can I do? Um, I still think she's cool. That's fair. That's okay. Uh, the next match then is the Meltier team of Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Mai Sakurai and Tekla of Don and Mondo. So yeah, Tekla's, Tekla's eating um, uh, another suplex. Hold on a second. If we're right, what's the next card? Uh, if we are right, this will be the last Meltier 2 on 2 match. Wow. Okay. That'd be crazy. Yeah, uh, but that's you know because yeah, next week is completely empty ex- until Grand mm. Kingdom. So interesting. So this could be the last the last match. Yeah, that, well, maybe we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, the yeah. match after that then is a Stars versus a Wado tie elimination was... tag. Yeah. I am so sick of these two factions wrestling. I. But this time, hey, but Alex, this time, it's six on six. Man. It's not five on five, it's six on six. I'm so over it. I'm, I'm just Makes so done. Um, it's everybody in the factions, like literally everybody. So that's a thing. Stars probably wins because Mayu and Hazuki and everybody else have big matches at the Yokohama show, whereas a way to tire just in some random tag. Yeah, and it's it's elimination, so it's not like it'll just fall onto Momokoko. Yeah, and so. Momokoko gets a win. Ooh, she technically amazing. first time. It's I was thinking about last night. Momokogo is Waka, but she doesn't get the payoff. That's the fucked thing. <laughs> like like she is getting Waka, but she's never gonna get the mm-hmm. payoff that Waka's getting. And that's crazy. Plus she gets for being poor, old, you know. Yeah, poor thirty-eight year old woman. Uh, the next match then on the show. Good translator, though. I cannot believe this is a Korkin match. Utami, Hayashishta, Sayakamatani, Lady C, and Miyu Amasaki versus Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May, Zena, <laughs> and Jesse. I just looked at Club Venus for like three seconds and I was like, this is a crazy reality that yeah. we're in. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are worlds in which this could be good because Mina and Saya are going crazy every time they get in there. And if Mariah is with Utami, that could be Beast. And if Xena is with Lady C, they might chop the shit out of each other. Those things yes. don't happen. I'm very doubtful of this being great. I mean, it'll probably just be Saya Mina stuff, mostly. Yeah. Watch them put Jesse with Utami or something. Like it's... <laughs> Imagine if Jesse like, just becomes Utami's best opponent. <laughs> like just, not not best yeah. opponent. Like that's that's a crazy sentence. But like Utami always had a weird thing with foreigners. Like her and Jamie just were way better than they should have been. Her and B were also a bit better than they should have been at that time. Like I don't know. I think Utami could bring good stuff out of foreigners. Uh, I don't so we'll know. see. 
Her and Viper wasn't I mean, that good. I remember. Well, yeah, yeah. And I don't uh, think yeah. she did much when she went to Eve that time either. I'm I'm pretty sure she was a corner there. Tag... Yeah, what the fuck happened there? I don't. Know. Oh, it was, it was a three way. way. Three way. Yeah. Her, her, Jamie, and someone else. Yeah. I don't know who the third woman was. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Was it um, Laura Di Matteo? Maybe. Might have been. Do know. you know that Jamie Hader did commentary during COVID over some of her matches? Really? Like some of her older matches. I was going back through Stardom World, and uh, I went back to the Corkin where she beat Utami for the SWA belt, or she defended it against Utami. I don't know. She beat Utami. And it had two versions of it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And one of them was Jamie's commentary while she was stuck in her home uh, <laughs> during COVID before they just said, fuck off. Um, and I was like, damn, that's cool. And so I watched some of it, and I was like, I don't really want to watch this match right now. Like, that's not what I was doing. Yes. Um, so I stopped, but I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. They did commentary on a couple of these. Well, that's kind of cool. It was kind of like the like Oz Academy commentary, where they just kind of just hang out in the bottom. Oh, corner. yeah, yeah. The Nico, Nico Pro special. Yeah. yeah. You used to be watching, like, Ice Ribbon five-star matches, and they'd be eating sweets in the corner. <laughs> You're like, could oh, you, no, that, could that, you that's pay the attention? Great thing. Like with uh, because obviously I've I've been friends with a lot of video editors. Um, so like I remember on some of Cheese's best videos, there's just like this like clipped out like girl in the corner just like laughing at the move that is in the video. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like it's always really funny. Uh, just them just being there. I always I was always that was one of the things that confused me a lot before I like got into into Joshi wrestling. I was like, why the fuck are there people in the corner? <laughs> like why are they just sitting there watching the match? I was like, that yeah. makes no sense. But, Nico yeah. is uh, uh, a very strange place. Yeah. A little bit. It's kind of dead now. Have but, you seen it? They've got like nothing on no. there. It's like... Uh, I don't... I never use Nico much. I always mm. uh, pirated stuff instead yes. of using Nico. That's fair. Because uh, I, I looked at it the other day because I was looking for Just Tap Out and there's no Just Tap Out on there. And that was the only place Just Tap Out used to air. Um, and they, all they had was like Basara and like is it just about like on taco's store now or something yeah, i found that out like his i was store. i was trying to find how the hell you watch jto now and i went down a rabbit hole and i found their website and the the the, the base shop and their youtube channel with random uploads and yeah it was it was a time damn yeah the last just step out on vk is takataichi the last one yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty dreadful like i i i'm a big fan of tomoka inaba but i'm not sure i'm gonna pay like 15 quid to watch her and her sister at Corkin. um yeah you know i might eventually pay for tomoka versus yuri because they're gonna kick the shit out of each other but that sounds, um, that sounds good, yeah. yeah but i don't uh you I know taka's only wrestled like 10 times this year he tweeted about it. he's like i need to wrestle more or i'm gonna fucking die <laughs> like, like just randomly he's like i only wrestled like six times in the past two months somebody please help me and i was like you run a company bro <laughs> what an odd man um anyway the next match on the show is a himeka retirement road match the last mihime yeah. tag micah man. and himeka versus the reunited alto livello Kabaliwan also known as ALK, also known as Julia and Siri. So these two teams had one of the best tag matches in stardom history for the tag belts about two years ago now. Um, I don't think they're going to run that back just because they're all saving themselves for Yokohama. So 
Oh, uh, there is obviously potential here for this to be like really great if they uh, if they live up to that. Yeah, man, I'm just sad. <laughs> like every every time this comes up, I'm just sad because like I like Velke and I talked about this. Uh, my Hume had left so much on the table, mm -hmm. just as a tag team, not even as champions, because obviously ALK. I had a, a vendetta against ALK their entire reign because they cut off my Hume's reign so quickly. They held it for like 49 days. Um, but just in general, like, Mahime only wrestled Aphrodite on purpose once. Um, they did it a second time because COVID took some people out. Uh, they they never won Tag League. They I don't know. Mahime just had so much potential and so much more to do mm -hmm. uh, throughout their tenure. They never got to do, but they did get the tag match with ALK. That was really, really good. And now we're back uh, years later. Uh, the more things change, the more things stay the same. I'm excited for this match. This is probably the match I'm most excited for um, this weekend. This one and the match after it that we'll talk about in a second. Uh, yeah. yeah. You might not be able to tell in my voice because I'm just fucking depressed. <laughs> but That is fair. Yeah. Um, do you think my Hime gets the win in any world? Actually, no. There's not a chance. Um, imagine no, this. It's, it's, this goes to a draw. I feel like ALK. Did, did ALK have a finish, like a tag finish? I feel like I just remember it always being somebody. Yeah, I don't staying think so. And beating them. In fact, it was never Julia. It was always Shuri beating the mm -hmm. opponent. Um, maybe just for good old time's sake, <laughs> Shuri pins Tameka again. Yeah, maybe. In time. I don't know. I feel like if, if ALK had like a double team finish, they would pin Jamaica with it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think ALK over Jamaica. Alrighty. Uh, the main event then of the show is a high speed championship match. It is Azami defending against Saki Kashima. Uh, for a while, it looked like Saki might win, but with the return of May Sarah, it seems like May might be the one to dethrone Azami, so she will retain here. Yeah. Uh. I think the thing that like made me feel strange, because this is still up in the air for me, because I, I feel like Saki has a chance, but Saki's in the Rumble, and Azumi mm -hmm. is in the high-speed match. <laughs> so, you know, pick your pick your poison type of thing. Um, yeah, it's kind of a shame that Saki doesn't get it, because I feel like she doesn't. I feel like Azumi keeps it until... May takes it. Mm. It's kind of a shame that Saki doesn't get it because I feel like she definitely could use it. Um, but yeah, I think Azumi just retains. Yeah, that seems like the the pretty could be easy really good, option. Though. Yeah, could. But could. I, I also I also wonder because if this does go last, which I honestly think it might not. I think that they might have the uh, Mahime match go last. But if this does go last, I feel that they're going to try to push it to a longer time than needed because like Saki's best matches are under five minutes yeah <laughs> and this is definitely gonna get more than five minutes but I just worry they're gonna go like 15 to 17 and I'm just like you don't need to do that that is very fair just, yeah so you know I'm, I'm excited I won't be able to watch this uh unspoiled obviously because uh again stardom kind of sucks um but if I was watching this unspoiled, I feel like this would be a really, like, a match I would anticipate a lot. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like yeah. a match that like would like this could this could be an all timer 
if I didn't know who won because they both just kind of, you know, that that's kind of their specialty is you never know when or if they're going to win. So if this was live, it would be incredible. I don't know why they didn't just put it on the next night. I feel like that would have been way smarter, but I'm not, I'm not the booker. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, you know, but oh well, Um, but that is that show. Uh, The next show to preview then is a pay-per-view. It is the uh, Cinderella tournament final in the Yoyogi National Stadium second gymnasium. Um, As of now, and this is a rarity, there's like no sections sold out for this show. Like tickets seem to genuinely be moving terribly, which is absurd. Like this is one usually one of their like stronger selling shows of the year. Um, And it currently looks like it's going to bomb. So that's kind of fun. Um, Well, you see... (laughs) My Sakurai and Wakasukiyama in the main event might not be. That is very, very true. I will give you that. Um, Now, the opening match of this card is Hanako versus Aya Sakura. Uh, This is probably where Hanako gets her win and takes the lead over Sakura in their series. I'd imagine. That's how they should go, anyway. Um, The next match, then, is Hazuki Koguma and Momokogo versus Mariah May, Zena, and Jesse. Um, it's probably a club Venus win because they are being kept very strong right now, so they they can pin Kogo. Yeah. Uh, the match after that is Mayu Iwatani, Saeeda, and Hanan versus Nanai Takahashi, Yu, and Yuna Mizumori. Mm. Uh, that's a seven-up win for sure. That's spicy. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's you said it's who who's on the stars team? Mayu, Saya, and Hanan. Yeah, that's spicy. Uh, sorry, yeah. my I'm back. I'm back home, so none of my shit translates properly. Oh, that's yeah. So I have no idea. I, I'm just reading kanji right now, <laughs> uh, and Stars' kanji is just not decipherable. Yeah, that that sounds like a good match. Um, yeah, I mean, somebody can go over Yuna, but it's unlikely. Mm. Uh, I feel like Ida just, you know, she doesn't win anymore. So that is fair. Uh, the next match then is uh, the appropriately named Queen's Quest versus Uedo Tai team tag. Uh, it is Queen's Quest versus Uedo Tai, shockingly. Tutami Hayashishita, Sayakamatani, Azumi, Lady C, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki. Oh, it's because it's a six on six. Yeah. Versus Natsuko Tora, Momotanabe, Jeez. Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, Roka, and Rina. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who wins. It doesn't really matter. Bombs away. Um, I feel like that Michael Cole sound bit. Where he goes, ah, help! You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like sometimes that's how I feel when I when I read about the upcoming Oedo time matches. Yeah, <laughs> that is honestly the truth. Um, the next match, I think this could main event depending on what happens. Uh, it's the Himeka last DDM match and a Yokohama Arena pre- preliminary battle, two out of three falls match. It's Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Minishirakawa, and Saki. This is Julia, Micah, Himeka, and Tekla. So this is probably going to be where, you know, one team wins one of the falls and the other team wins two. Um, this might be where they get the stipulation for 2D versus Tam if they do put Cosmic Angels on the line. Uh, this would be the yeah. only place to do it because it's the last show before Bahama. Um, I'm, yeah, I imagine DDM, like, wins and says, your group's a joke. <laughs> whatever. Because I mean, also look at look at the. I mean, obviously this is just the case for because Waka isn't there. But Tam is a cosmic angel. Uh, Natsupoi's in restart. Mm-hmm. Mina's in Club Venus, and Saki's in cl- in uh, colors. Yeah. So none of these two people are in only cosmic angels. Like it's only Tam. 
So Julia Wambersan could be like, you guys aren't even fucking in the same group anymore, basically. You guys should disband. Like that, I could definitely see them doing it here. Yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. Um, then we have Shuri versus Konami in a, a bit of a tune-up match for Shuri, where she's going to beat Konami, obviously, to prepare for Chihiro Hashimoto. Um, I wish this was UWF, man. That would be so fun. I don't think we actually mentioned this. They gave uh, Chihiro versus Shuri a stipulation. Uh, it is yeah. now you can only win by knockout, submission, or referee stoppage. And I find so it it's blood sport. I find it iconic that Chihiro found a new way to avoid taking a pinfall. Like she said, like they said, are you going to do business? And she said, I will do some business. Uh, honestly, I'm not staring honestly, at the lights. And what a queen. Based. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Based. Listen, some people talk about wrestling politics and they're like, you shouldn't do that. I talk about wrestling politics and I'm like, you go, girl. You kick yes. ass queen. Slay queen. Like, Keiji Muto made, that, made himself. Like, Keiji Muto had an entire promotion under his boot. What an icon. How amazing do you oh, have yeah. to be to fuck over an entire promotion worth of talent and keep them under your boot? Like, that is insane. So, you. Shouts out Hashimoto. Shouts out. The modern day Keiji Muto. <laughs> Shouts out Muto. Shout out Hashimoto. Um, yeah, that was really funny. I saw that stipulation and I went, oh, that's Chihiro saying, I'm not staring at the lights, brother. <laughs> that is so fun. Um, so yeah, Siri is... Uh... You, you know... Yeah, I mean, this is, this is off topic. You know what was funny? One of my friends uh, doesn't really watch Joshi at all, but he asked me, he was like, hey, for this All Together show, do you think Stardom and like TJPW were there? I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not even a little bit. That's That's a crazy question. He's like, oh, okay. I was like... I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have I might have gotten a little a little hostile on that. But yeah, uh <laughs> my my buddy who does not know anything about Joshi's like, oh do you think since Bushi Road owns stardom and like uh Noah and and TGPW like are under the same company, you think I was like, not a chance. Uh that's funny you think that though. Yeah, but yeah. yeah the, uh, people who I think thought, stardom I and TJPW were gonna work together are so just I wish I had that naivety. There's not a chance. No, bro, I would love that. That would be really wild. Oh, it would like be I would huge. find that very interesting. It, um, you could have the biggest Joshi show not. in decades with that, like without doubt. But obviously, it's never gonna happen. Um, after that, then we have the semi-final of the Cinderella tournament. The first one is hmm. Mariah. One, one more thing about the about the Shuri Konami oh, yes. match. I hope, even though it's not UWF, I hope Konami comes out in the shooter gear. I don't think she will. There, she I, she should. It's it's literally her final form. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, that's the best. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, she should do that. Um, match after that, anyway, is Mirai versus Ami Sore in the semifinals. Um, I feel like either of them could win, but it doesn't matter because the winner is not coming from this match. Alex? What? Draw! You think they do a draw? 100%. So then Mai versus Waka is a de facto final? Yes. Hmm. Intriguing. I mean, I would be like, down for it. Like, I wouldn't it would mind. Because Waka, like you said, Waka Mai is the final, effectively. You know, what I mean, like that's yeah. that's some unless they have Mariah go back to back, which is also a possibility. I was thinking about, and like, and I'm gonna. I said this to you yesterday, but I'm gonna give it to the to the faithful to to kind of hear me out. Uh, Saya has been tweeting a lot about. Like, it's really funny because she's the one who injured Mina, but about how traumatic, like, relearning the Phoenix Splashes. Mm -hmm. um, like, she said, I cried just going up to the top rope 
backwards like like that you know like or front like she was like i couldn't even do like she's been like doing this whole thing uh towards her first phoenix splash in in months so i'm thinking maybe mina just loses mariah goes back to back and mariah over saya yeah i already i already told you about that but i like I know Scott would be down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Scott was here, he would be he would be t- saying I'm a genius. Um, but I'm I'm just leaving y'all with that. It's a possibility. I wouldn't be opposed personally. And hey, even if even and I've been saying that if Mina does win the belt, she should lose it quick. If Mina gets that triumphant moment of Asayakam Tani and Mirai ruins it, beats her a month later, based, based. So I'm cool with a Mariah victory in this tournament altogether. Back to back, shouts out, get the clap, clap, clap going, you know, all that stuff. Two times with the dress, uh, first time since Mayu. I'm down with that. But if that's not the case, draw. Okay. See, I don't see that because my has like a built-in rivalry with both Mariah and Amisore, just due to faction alignments. So I think her beating one of them in the final is a much bigger moment for her. Okay, but let me put it this way. My Sakurai over Mirai might make me scrape my eyes out. So, hear me out. <laughs> Mirai wins. <laughs> Dylan. My Sakurai is winning what you, this tournament. What, what, what insult do you think my Sakurai throws at Mirai? I think she like talks about like her teeth, her teeth or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean. We are the worst people. <laughs> yeah, that's. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man, imagine imagine losing a fucking my Sakurai and then her making fun of your teeth, bro. Could never. Oh man, I would just I would just walk away. Yeah. I would go back to CWW. <laughs> I, I don't. I could, I couldn't do it no more. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I I do think my beats Mariah in the final. Uh, that feels. The thing is, so not like, cool. My Sakurai <laughs> is such an obvious winner. They did a promo package for Waka versus Mai, so the winner is clearly coming from that match. Yes. And well, my Sakurai yes. is getting promo time on every single show that is the most stardom way possible of saying we're gonna push her or wait wait, maybe i don't know how but i keep going back to the fact that the push isn't excuse me she's not i feel like the reason she has a mid-card gimmick is because she's a mid-card well i think she's the number three in ddm now they're moving her into that himeka spot where she's credible but also not too credible so her winning the tournament and losing up against Mina would make a lot of sense to like elevate her without putting her too high. But, but okay, uh, riddle not riddle me this, but uh, how about this? Like, is it possible that Waka is such the eternal babyface that because they didn't start the My Sakurai sh- shtick until like the first round? Right, like the, until this tournament. Mm-hmm. So, is it possible that they shuffled things around, and that's why everything was so fucking weird? Is it possible that they are building my Sakurai as this like evil person for Waka to overcome her and uh, something? I don't know. It's... Instead of just my Sakurai just happening to be the person who betrayed Waka like a year and a half ago, and that's 
Like, is it possible that they just want to up the ante of my Sakurai being an asshole? Maybe. To make Waka even more sympathetic? But then Waka, like, as a, as a winner, I feel like Waka is a very odd one. Because she... We don't know where she's going to fall, but I doubt she I, gets into that upper like, card mix. Whereas my Sakurai... Of the four? Of the four? I think Waka makes the most sense for a Cinderella winner right now. Yes. But, like, you have to have an aftermath, too. And I don't... Like, I don't know where they want to go with Waka. I mean, I don't... Do you see her being the number two in Club Venus? I don't. No. Do you see her being the number no. three? Uh, Jesse. No. Jesse is there. So, I mean, you'd be giving it to somebody who is preferably planted in the middle of the card, which isn't something they really do with Cinderella. Whereas with my Sakurai, they're going to move her into being somewhat credible into that Himeka spot. I think I... I'm in denial. I think that's the problem. Because <laughs> DDM is in rough shape. I'm going to be real. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not even me hating on myself. It's just in rough shape, right? Uh, I don't know. I feel like my Sakurai probably will win. But similar to her mentor, Julia, I am going to fight it the entire way <laughs> until it happens. Because when Julia won the Cinderella, I was also like, okay, she can't win the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, she, but she can't win the next one. Please tell me she doesn't win the next one. No, she can't be not. Oh, and that's, that's, how, that's how the show went. Because um, I watched that unspoiled a few years ago when that happened. <laughs> so I feel like that's how it's going to go with my Sakurai. But my preferable, like my, my top to bottom, is Waka. Wins is my, my number one answer. Mariah wins is my number two answer. My Sakurai wins is my number three. Uh, Ami is my number four. Like, that's the order in which I think it should happen, I want it to happen, and it makes sense to happen. Even though, because I feel like my Sakurai doesn't, like, move up, like, out of the mid-card any more than Waka does. I don't know, because I, I feel like she is, I mean, she's got a lot more charisma to her and, like, projectability. And she can lose up against Mina. And I feel like there's enough of an established But Waka can lose up against Julia. Right. Especially if if she breaks up Cosmic Angels. Waka has a lot of fucking heat there. Is Waka versus Julia a world title match, though? Like, I don't see them running that out to Ward. Which is where Flash and Champion is. I also didn't see Waka pinning Nanai in a match that she was also against Kyrie in. But here we are. But, you know, that was a roll-up. You know? Yeah, she. I don't know. It was a bad thing. The thing with Waka is she wasn't meant to be in the tournament, so it's hard to buy her as a winner. And but but and I I agree. And people people were asking. I don't know if we like clarified it enough. Uh, Jesse was in Waka's spot, and then Jesse couldn't make it in time because she's American and visas never work right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so Waka took her spot. But I also noticed that. A lot of the Cinderella felt off. A lot of the results felt like slightly weird. Well, this has been a bad tournament. <laughs> like, yes, it's just. But is very... it possible that that some of it came off on the fly? No. Like, is it possible no. that Jesse when was meant Ro- to lose to Rossi? Always, Stocky always no. plugs people in. We've seen it historically when uh, Casey Owens was out of the GP for a teenage Azami. Azami got all the Casey Owens wins. She got eight. She yeah. got eight points. That was crazy. Like he, oh. he simply yeah. Last year, my soccer guy got all tech was Yeah, like he simply plugs people in and does what he was gonna do. 
So I don't I don't feel like he's going to change anything and I doubt Jesse was going to win. Um but I mean maybe she was going was going to and Walker's going to bring back the SWA belt. <laughs> like maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. But I would lean towards my Sakurai because they've given her the promo time and that usually indicates hey this person's going to do something. But Wakamania, brother. I know, I know. I, I'm as sad as you are. But um, did you... I'm not even that sad. I'm not like this. Like, I'm not that <laughs> yeah. big of a Waka fan. I mean... That's a crazy thing. But I'm just like, I feel like there's more to her currently than there is to my Sakurai. And I was like, do we need to? Yeah. But... Do, we need, do we need to reward this? <laughs> well, you know how they like to do things. Maya is more, yeah. more of a star. So they they put her up and push her a bit, you know. It's that's how they do it. Um, you know what's funny? What? This is a bit off topic, but I was reading back my old blogs from when I was a, a teenager. Oh boy! Uh, my first my first ever blog about uh, stardom was called "Line in the Stand" sand because it came right after WB Evolution happened, and I was like, you know, WB Evolution was kind of ass. Storm's better. Wahaha. That that was that was my uh How wrong. I don't know how old I was. How do you how do you just say something so wrong? Evolution rocked. What? Oh well comparative to like WWE. No, I remember what was it? The Tony Storm Io Shirai match got like seven minutes. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> Cause I had just watched like Io Shirai and Tony Storm have like a good match, and I was like, that's not what? And so that's that's why I was throwing shade, you know. But anyway, it was like a playoff of evolution. And I was reading it. And I, at the end, I wrote little paragraphs about some of my favorite wrestlers, and one of them was Tam Nakano. And I was like, yeah, Tam's really cool. She's one of the most unique wrestlers ever. Um, I think she's really dope. She's, you know, cutest in the cosmos, whatever. And I was like, at 30 years old, she's a bit on the older side compared to most of the roster, so it's unlikely she ever gets a major push. How wrong I was. <laughs> like, that's like, here we fucking are. How, you could never have predicted that everybody in front of her was going to leave. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. We've said it since it happened. If Arisa Hoshke stays, Cosmic Angels is her group. It's not Cosmic Angels, obviously, yes. but it's Arisa's faction. Like, Tam was immediately slid into that spot. Um, yeah, 100%. But but I just found that so funny because like, I read that back last night. I was like, holy shit, she's about to main event the biggest storm show of all time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, actually. And uh, speaking of Yokohama Arena, it seems to be a- selling really well. Uh, they have 14 yeah. different sections on sale and eight are sold out. So they're moving tickets. Um, Dylan, the, the stardom who can only draw weird old men to the shows, mm-hmm. uh, they've sold out two different sections worth of women's only seats. And young adult seats. So all these bald old men must be pretending to be young women to buy tickets. Who who knew? Who thought it was that easy? I will I will forever be um I'm going to write a manifesto about El Phantasmo and his consequences. Honestly. Yeah, he ruined it for everybody. Because <laughs> it was that one comment that made people who have never It was just that. Who have watched maybe two stardom matches of their entire life go, yeah, actually he's right. Like the it's it's a it's just it's just stardom shows and that's the fucked up thing because at the end of the at the end of soccer genesis uh behind the commentary i told you this yeah. behind the commentators there was this dude who it was it was the oldest man you've ever seen uh having holding a towel an azumi support towel of azumi in a bikini when she had just turned 18 it was very weird yeah so weird 
that Kevin Kelly decided to lambast the man and make sure everybody noticed it. And I'm just like, why do we keep doing this? I mean, yes, the guy, the guy's weird. Like that's a, that's a, you know, a bit. Yeah. Like New, New Japan but, is a company where, oh my God. <laughs> where like older women throw towels at young men to wipe their sweat on. Like, like you, yeah. like you cannot throw shade at anybody. Like New, you, you like, can't, you can't act like Yo isn't a twink for a reason. Yes, like Yo and Sho did a a gay photo book, like a very homosexual, homoerotic photo book. Like your company also sexualizes people. It is a part of wrestling. Kota Ibushi was pushed because he looks like a god, not because yep. he's a great wrestler, but because he looks like that. That's why Tomohiro Ishii and his lack of a neck were a mid-carder for life. That's how wrestling works. I don't know if anybody has understood this. That's how wrestling works. Um, so, But yeah, like people just are like, oh, stardom is so evil. And I'm like, you have definitely said in the past that Manami Toyota is the best Joshi wrestler of all time. Do you know what sort of shit she did? Do you? That's the funny. That's the funniest thing is that people people act and this. We're just going off on a tangent. We're just like you know spitting hot takes at you. But no, this is like a thing. People act like this is like a new thing, or even like a last five years or pat last even like a just a stardom thing. There, Takako and Noe did softcore for a wrestling company. <laughs> like, like that's great. Not like. Let's be real here. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. This is not a new thing. Not at all. Like when Minami Toyota, of all people, has done photo books, it's like at a certain point you just have to accept that's part of the industry. Um and you can have your own thoughts on that. But to just be like, oh, stardom is horrible. Stardom is evil. Stardom. To isolate it to stardom yeah. is crazy. Like all Japan women's pro wrestling, the thing that a lot of you hail as the greatest women's wrestling of all time, despite the fact none of you have ever watched it, did worse. <laughs> The same, if not worse. Like it's funny because we're we're like we're throwing shade at people who definitely don't listen. No, to but show. that's the fun that's part. That's the beautiful like, thing. If they listen, they would be educated and not dumb. So it's you know, send this to your dumb friends. Tell them next next time they start making weird takes about stardom, you send them this clip. Send them my way. I will tell them what's up. Um, but anyway, it is time to close the show because we recorded for two hours and forty minutes yesterday, and we have been recording for one hour and a half today, and I do not want to speak anymore. So. Uh, Wait, what's your last show. what's your last what's your what's your like final you uh, think it's it's my side Mariah. Mariah? like yeah. Mariah goes over Ami my and Mariah I think so I sticking to it I think you know what my over Waka other side goes to a draw fair enough um see the thing with my and Mariah is they had a lot of beef last year where yes. I remember when my kept like eliminating Mariah or and vice versa yes. in tags so I think they might play off that I'm gonna be real with you I do not want my over Mariah but it's fair uh, I don't want it today I don't want it yesterday I don't want it tomorrow well it's um, okay because Mariah will be fine um but uh yeah that's that show that is the last show to preview uh, we will be back next week uh, to discuss the, well, we'll be previewing All-Star Grand Queendom in Yokohama Arena, yes, the biggest show in stardom history, biggest Joshi show since maybe 1994. <laughs> um, I, you could, you, there might be some contenders there, like Legacy of Queens, maybe. I don't really know. I didn't enjoy that as much. But um, we'll be here to talk about that. We might throw an eye towards the Diana show, because Saya Ida is on that, and that's on the 21st. 
Um, and we will, of course... She might win. She might win for oh, once. No, uh, oh, I think it's but... Nanami and somebody else, but I can't remember. Um, oh, then she might win. Maybe. That's huge. That's huge. Um, but we will be back. We will preview All-Star Grand Queendom. Uh, we will review whatever happened from this week that we can see. Um, but yeah, with that, it is time to close the show. Indeed. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.